Hey everyone, we're the Book Mix Society. I'm Alondra. I'm Shay. I'm Amal. And I'm Virginia. And this is the Mom Book Club. Welcome back to another episode of the Book Book Society, the Mom Book Club. We're back with more opinions that no one asked for, but we really feel like we need to give them. This was part two of our TikTok controversial topics, and we're gonna, we're gonna get a little bit controversial again. And if you disagree with us, that's totally fine. We probably disagree with us, and that's just life. Um, so let's start with my least favorite topic. I'm about Rain to get attacked. Because personally, no. No. There's that lady on TikTok who was like, come and, break, come and break my book with me. And she like breaks hardcover spines and new cover spines. And no. Yeah, so, it actually well. kind of hurts me a little. Um, when I watch people like completely open a book. I can't, I can't, I, even the ones that are like, oh, open it slowly. So it doesn't like create the lines on your spine. And I'm like, no, thank you. I'd rather break my neck reading the book, like with it half closed, than break the spine of my book. (laughs) So. I'll be honest. I, it depends on the book for me because there's some books I'll be way more careful than others. And some I have some books that are so old that like I it was unavoidable but while I rather I didn't break the spine I don't mind that much most of the time to be honest she she breaks her spines completely <laughs> like turns them around like just Jesse just it from is, uh it is quite literally the girls. first step in my <laughs> reading routine <laughs> Um, I am an avid and chronic spine breaker. I, it, it, the book doesn't matter no matter what. Um, the only time I won't break a spine is if it's like a signed copy of a book because I don't read those. I more keep them for like the personalization and I'll just keep them in like nice pristine condition. But if it's a book I'm going to read, like open and physically read, that that spine is that the, the, yeah so i just imagine shay like with a pile of books laughing maniacally and just like <laughs> <laughs> like that tiktok sound that didn't yeah. hurt relax <laughs> a few times i have tortured them with breaking the spines in front of their faces <laughs> look it's your bugs you can do what you want with them but i don't want to see it <laughs> yeah, I definitely go uninterested on that content on TikTok. I'm like, I don't need to see this ever again. Well, now I know to never make that content on TikTok. <laughs> I never uninterest yours. So. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, it, I don't know. It's just like reading wise, it sounds silly, but it's like more comfortable because I can like lay it flat. It might be. I just like the, I like, I don't know. There's I don't ways know if that's weird or not, your... but I like I Sorry. like looking at my bookshelf and not having lines and like it disturbing the title of the the book. Okay, know? wait. So then do you prefer to go into like Indigo or Barnes and Noble or like just a regular bookstore compared to like a used bookstore or library? See, I will go to a 
a used bookstore like I can't help that but like I just went to that used but I just mean like the aesthetic of it like you would prefer to I don't mind looking at it like I I don't mind well used books because I know they were like loved because I that book sale I went to the four books that I found the books weren't broke like the spines weren't broken so I can only assume that the person didn't read them Mm -hmm. or like anything because there was nothing it wasn't even like even if you slowly open the book to prevent those cracks like the front page wasn't even folded so that Mm -hmm. means it wasn't no what I I don't even think someone opened it to see if they liked a page of it yeah but like I don't I love going into used bookstores because I know those books were like loved you know and they were read and sometimes they have annotations on them and stuff like that so I don't I don't really have a preference of what kind of bookstore I want to go into but what I'm what, I have a preference of what I'm buying mm. so I kind of go out of my way to try and find a book that isn't cracked or I'll find one that is less cracked than like one that's more yeah that makes sense all of my first books were from like used used books. Yeah, so, I, I know a lot of I, so my I a lot have, of my store, my a lot of my books are from like Goodwill and Valley Village yeah. and stuff like that. Um, how do you guys organize your bookshelves? I don't have a bookshelf. I have piles. <laughs> <You> have <laughs> my piles are organized by author, so like author mm-hmm. and series. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't because I have a pile. I don't have them alphabetically. Like I have all my. Yeah, my, like the books together but I have them by my favorites on top that way I can reach the pile easier because y'all do not know the struggle of trying to get a book that's <laughs> 40 books under my pile that is a like three different stacks yeah <laughs> uh, so I try to keep them by author and series so oh your pile I... is more organized in my bookshelves yeah I kind of go back and forth with how I organize it either by height or author I just know one thing is that I hate when they're organized by color oh I can't stand it because that just that just it hurt it hurts me in the sense that like how are you gonna separate the series yeah like especially with series like the kiss quotient series those spines are different colors and well, like the Poppy War series, like are. they're totally different colors. Mm-hmm. And so I, it just, I know like I never do it. So it really, it's the point is irrelevant because I would never experience this. But all I can think about is like, how are you going to, exp- like if someone wants to borrow a series and you're like, oh yeah, it's on my bookshelf. That person's going to go through four different colors to try and find the series. <laughs> I don't let people borrow books. I know, but like, you know, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's irrelevant because I would never do that. But what if someone yeah. was doing that? What if you had to go find the series and you can't remember what color the books are? <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. And then within that, when you organize by color, do you organize the colors by author or you just like willy-nilly put them in there? Yeah, because I organize, I separate my stuff by genre for the most part. And author. Like, usually it's, romance slash fiction i just have that all together and then it's um organized by alphabetically by author last name um and like i just i i don't know mixing genres just seems weird to me like and also like i don't have a lot of i don't have very many different genres just chaotic (laughs) yeah like Like, the only thing i have is the series are together and then I group them 
spy vibes. <laughs> That's nah. Not, not genre. As long as you, I feel like as long as you can find the book, then that's fine. Which is why I have such a problem with the book. What if she lets someone borrow Uh, a book and then they're like, she's like, it's on the bookshelf. That's true. I I don't think Virginia is boring letting anyone borrow her books. Wasn't your argument and my mangas together? Wasn't your argument, Amal? I know it's irrelevant, but no, it's it's irrelevant to me. No, it's irrelevant to me because I wouldn't let them. But what if someone else is borrowing a book? I like yeah. it. Oh, Virginia. But okay, do you guys separate by like TBR and red? No. Or do you just have no. no Nothing I, is red. Because I like knowing <laughs> it's me and Virginia TBR. on the same page. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Nothing like, is I like, red. I like Virginia's thing, but all her books are unread. <laughs> uh, I have mine separated, so I have three different piles. There's no reason why the two piles are the way that they are. They're just I couldn't stack up any higher, but then my third pile is on my haven't read books, and I like having them because I like knowing how many I have to read. That's I used to organize it by before I used to, before I got series, and I would just use read the standalones. If I read a book, they would it would go to the bottom of my shelf, and then it started looking not as organized, so I stopped doing that. Yeah. So now they're just by author but it's not alphabetized it's more like the authors i like at the top so then if i'll reach for them it's more likely that i'll reach to for an author that i like and then as my shelves go down it's like i still like them but they're not as it's kind of like a star tier rating yeah the thing is i started um trying to organize my books but then i bought more and that meant that i had to start all over again so i was like "Mm, not doing (laughs) yeah every time I was just explaining that I had quite a few minor inconveniences this month, so I kind of went on a <laughs> little spree. So when all those come in, it's going to be kind of a hassle to like rearrange my shelves to fit in like alphabetically where they're supposed to go. Um, so I'm not looking forward to that. I wish I didn't alphabetize them, but it's too late now. <laughs> Can't undo it. <laughs> Did you buy any authors that have like A last names? Oh no, you know what's actually worse? In the middle, right in the middle, like uh, I have a lot H of H or B or like sorry, like L. Um, a lot of them are like H and J and M. So yeah, that but I run into the issue where that means that because I have two separate shelves for like fiction slash romance and it really grinds my gears when I have to like separate a series from one shelf to the next (laughs) I it uh, my brain will not stop thinking about it until I fix it to where it's all on one shelf again like right now my Colleen Hoover is split up on two shelves because like that's just the way that it ended up fitting and I, I I look at it every time and it just makes me irrationally angry <laughs> so do you guys ever unhaul books I try to so I, yeah I, so I tried doing that and I made a box and instead of going and donating that box I just found another place on my shelf for them yeah I have a couple that I'm wanting to unhaul like 
I'm never going to read One Last Stop by Casey McQuiston. I'm sorry, but Red, White, and Royal Blue is so hard to get through. <laughs> it's it literally it's on my unnecessarily long. I can't do it. So I'm just going to unhaul it. Um, I might go through my shelf one more time before I take I them, but I usually take them Archie's to like Goodwill. Just, tell, just saying, you guys, um, I have my Archie comics still. I have the first book I bought for a nickel in a used like book fair and I have like a series of paranormal romance that I haven't read since I was in high school I still have it so what you're saying is you're a hoarder (laughs) probably yeah that's it sounds like it right I have my dragon balls and my sailor moon still but I don't think I'm ever unhauling those I have a whole bookshelf in my garage. Don't ask me why it's in my garage. It's just of books that I read when I was small, or like a teenager. So I have like the vampire series in there. Um, I have like 12 books from another vampire series. <laughs> There's a bunch of vampire series in there. And I should probably unhaul those before my mom. I'm just kidding. My mom still yells at me, but they've been there for a while. And when I told my mom I wanted to buy a bookshelf for my room, she was like, how about you just you just clean off that one yeah but it's so much work and like what it's also it's like sentimental value what do those books become popular again what one of my close what if they become collector's items yeah uh close friends as a teacher and when i graduated college she was going into her first year of teaching and she's like do you have any kids for fourth graders so i gave her all my percy jackson books and now that they're back i'm like why did i do that (laughs) why did I do that and I gave her Harry Potter books like granted I already had another Harry Potter but like why what I'm hearing is generosity doesn't pay yeah (laughs) (laughs) little kids generosity bites you in the ass it really does see when I graduated college I was like I'm never gonna read fun I'm (laughs) done reading and now look at me now look at your nightstand yeah yeah (laughs) so I'm never going to unhaul because what if they become popular again? See, and then it's my point. biggest regret in life. I guess now vampires that's your biggest regret. Vampires <laughs> are going to make a comeback and I'm going to be that big that has first edition of Vampire Diaries. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. I also have um, Vampire Academy and that's getting a TV show. It's going to become popular. Yeah, I was like, that's just yes, about to become I wonder if I gave that away. Wait, did, wasn't Vampire Academy, didn't that get turned into like a movie? Or was that yeah, it's getting it's, it's it in a show right now oh, yeah. isn't it getting in a show right now yeah yeah interesting there's so many things getting like shows and stuff mm-hmm. it's because there's nothing else they can possibly make shows and movies about so now they're just well and also they realize the... how like popular book talk is yeah. the whole market of consumers right there like um, I've never read Percy Jackson and I'm thinking maybe I should read it I know I was thinking the same thing too I was like, like every time I, wonder I, go if I should buy the Percy Jackson books <laughs> yeah I see that and I'm like hmm should I but then I remember that I haven't read anything of the but I haven't I haven't bought them <laughs> you're like don't I like shake that you your felt head at me to specify <laughs> all right this next question I feel like doesn't fit to most of us because I don't think any of us DNF books but what are your thoughts on rating books CDNF? I think that if you get past like 70%, you you have a right to rate it. Yeah, yeah, but I think if you like read 
less than 50%, then I don't think you should be DNFing. I think you can make a, a TikTok about yeah, it. You can right. go on social media about it, but I don't think you should be rating on like, or like rating platforms. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think you should be going on Storygraph, Goodreads, or Amazon and reviewing them there if you have not made it past 50%. I think there should yeah. be an option that says DNF and why you yeah. stop the book because that would help people decide because you could be like reading yeah. non-applicable and then just say why. You, you yeah, stop. because sometimes yeah. when I'm reading reviews, it'll be like DNF'd at 17%. And I'm just like, Nothing okay, like you don't even get to the story. Like, how did you, like, I, I get it. Like, you didn't like it. You didn't vibe with it. That's your, your decision yeah. but then but why are you, how are you going like to try and influence other people's yeah it's yeah. like why are you trying to influence other people like what if you something you didn't like other people like would have loved type of thing so I think it's I, th- I just think it's annoying when I'm reading reviews and it'll be like the top not the top but like it'll be in the top section of the reviews mm-hmm. that it's like dnf'd at whatever percent and it's just like I don't think you read enough of the story to comment on if someone else would like it or not uh, unless if yeah. there's problematic unless if there's problematic things in it then by all means read 10 percent and tell me what is wrong with the book but it has to be like a, a not an opinion an actual fact that something is wrong with it yeah that's true. yeah i don't know if that makes sense i think i've only ever dnf'd one book and i severely regret it because i think about it all the time but, um it was severance by ling ma and it was like a post apocalyptic type novel but i think it was i think the writing style was similar to sally rooney where they don't use quotation marks Mm. um and like i was vibing with the story but i wasn't vibing with the writing style but i i and i gave it to a little free library but i so badly want to like rebuy the book just to fucking finish it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um i can't imagine you waking up in cold sweat i mean like oh my god i, I think about it all the time and i also didn't really vibe with the fact because uh i think the main character worked at uh i don't think it was like a publication company or like a greeting some sort of like writing or something and she worked in like a religious slash bible thing even though i don't think she was super religious and i just like i've got religious trauma i don't vibe with that but i think about it all the time um i didn't i don't think i rated it but if you make it towards like amal was saying like the 60 to 70 percent mark i think then you can speak to it because you've gotten a good chunk of the story Mm -hmm. out of the way yeah you can kind of see where the characters are and aren't developing that sort of thing and like how you know you've got a sense of the world building and the plot and whatnot but anything less than that it's it's like you can't speak to it because you just you weren't I don't know you I don't feel like you can give constructive opinions on it having only read 15 Mm percent of it I um only DNF like um a sci-fi book it was from Isaac Asimov and I just felt too dumb so, do you guys count well i mean i guess if you did dnf books would you count them towards your reading goal no, no. i'm so specific about what i count towards my reading goal what so do you mean no, like i don't count novellas towards my reading goal um one being less than 200 pages anything that i reread i don't count i don't know 
I don't, no one cares. But for some reason, I care. I'm like, these aren't new books. They're not long enough. So no, I wouldn't count it. I don't, don't ask me what's wrong with that. I feel like if you read at least 60% of the book, you could count it. But let's not. I I just think reading goals, personally for me, are books that I finished. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I also just feel like reading goals are so personal. It's like, yeah. You know? I think that's also why I don't DNF books because I want to be able to count it towards my reading goal and I don't want it to have been a waste. Hence why I have almost completed a third book of a series that I don't really like because (laughs) I didn't want it to go to waste. (laughs) Are we the same person? But but I count novellas and reread books. I haven't read read a book. It's it's just so personal like yeah for me when i when i set my goal i was like these are 100 new books which no one cares like yeah i just i count everything i read only because again like i've spent time reading them but i haven't reread reread a book in a while so like i that's not an issue for me right now but like reading novellas just because i did there was a story that was told and i even though even if i didn't like it i still read it so yeah. I, I personally, I, I count everything I read, even fan fiction. You better believe that... I counted that 50 pages of Easter Bunny smut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, and now fan fictions, um, they're on Goodreads, they're on Storygraph, so you can count them towards your goal. So mm-hmm. like, I just, I started a, a fic and it has like fucking 1800 pages. So yeah, I'm going to fucking count that because <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I've seen that there's a yeah. um, there's a Germany fake that I've seen on TikTok a lot. And I can't remember. Hey, that's the, the probably the one because it just finished. It's like a two year old fake that the author just put out the well, last I chapter. It, like no, maybe I think two it was an older one that got taken off, but somebody has like the PDF of it or the oh, EPUB of that. it that they've been passing around, and like they're counting I that like... on. I, I wish I could remember what it is called. Oh, um, something, I don't know how I feel about, about that. Is it the author doing it or someone else is doing that? Someone else is doing it, but I don't know if the author like just deleted like, their account but said people... you guys can still whatever. Oh yeah, that's different. But it's sometimes uh, fanfic writers take their stuff off because yeah. they're being published. Yeah. Um, it's something and Battle Scars. I wish I could remember what the full name of it was. I'll look it up. Breathments and like Battle Hermione. Scars. That's Breath- what it's called. I think. I'm pretty hmm. sure. I've never read Dramayani fanfic. Me so. either. But I see a lot of people talking about that one in particular, so I kind of want to. Oh, even though I'm not much there. of a Harry oh, it's Potter person. Onyx. It's still on here. It's 150,000 words, 51 chapters. The hits yeah. on this is almost 700,000 hits. Yeah, it's very popular on yeah. Book Talk. I, well, at least I've seen it quite a few times on my For You page. Oh. It must be a slow burn because it's 51 chapters. Is yeah. that done yet? No, I think it's it done. is. It was finished in 2020. Oh, it started okay. in 2018, finished in 2020. I Anyways, back that. to our controversial <laughs> topic. <laughs> Uh, I think we were done about the DNFs. How do you guys feel about seeing someone you don't like recommend a book? Do you read the book or do you actively avoid that book? (laughs) It depends on how they felt about the book. 
Yeah. Um, if they didn't like it, sometimes I want to read it out of spite. <laughs> if they, um, if they liked it, I also sometimes want to read it out of spite so that I can. <laughs> 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 um, but okay. then also sometimes, sometimes get- if it's a book I want to read and then I see them like, oh, this book was so good. I'm like, oh, fuck, no, I don't want to read it. Right. It's like this sub, like a subconscious thing where I'm just like, oh, so annoyed that this person or this TikToker I don't like is raving about a book. And I'm just like, what if I like it? And I'm going to have to share an opinion with this person now. <laughs> what if you guys agree? <laughs> I know that's worse. That's why I try not to. But it makes it difficult because there's some people that read a lot faster than I do. So they can get through a series faster than I can. So it's just like, what if I really wanted to read it, you know? Yeah. They're reading books so much faster than I am. So they're, while I'm at like 50 books this year, they're at like 100 books or 150 books. I'm just like, you're going too fast. <laughs> so how am I supposed to like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, how am I supposed to read a book for my own opinion before this other person gets to this book? <laughs> <laughs> me me in a race with Alondra, even though we're not, like she doesn't know that we're in a race. But oh like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, what? But like but I've seen her read a couple books that like have been on my TBR for a really long time. I'm like, damn it. Oh, you guys <laughs> wanted to beat her to those books. You should read um uh, most of all you. Why did I say that with an accent? I know I've already read you. that. I told you guys to read it. Oh, I was trying to figure out if that's the one where you talked the about main- the kidnapping. I couldn't remember the name because I could have yeah. sworn that they were kidnapped. Both of them were kidnapped. No, no, no. The one I'm reading now is kidnapped. This one I told you that it was both of the people had like fucking hard ass lives. Yeah. And when I first read it, because I read it right after I read Archer's Voice because it's mm-hmm. the same author. And I told Shay, I was like, you should check trigger warnings because it's like heavy topics oh that happen in it. At least. But it's, I, I really liked it. But like, when I saw I- that Alondra had read A Man Called Oob, I was like, damn it. I didn't know that's literally been sitting on my but the thing is the funny thing is is that it's been sitting on my shelf for like a year so it's not like I was getting around to it anytime soon but the second that I saw that she had read it I was like fuck (laughs) (laughs) it's the laundry we're talking about guys I've literally the one we don't I've literally had it since like June or July of last year really good (laughs) I know oh my god but I did not know the premise of that when I read it um, I think it's death trope. Uh, he's literally trying to kill himself because his wife died. Yeah. And I don't know why I was like, it's going to be cute, a cute little book. And then it was like, first attempt at killing myself. I was like, oh, okay. Okay, okay then. And that, most of all you, I knew that one was going to be dark. But it was like, I was like, okay, at least had such a hard life. It can't get worse. And then it got worse. Psych. And then I, like, I know. It's like every worse. time you're like, oh, and then it, it, got worse. it can't it can't possibly be worse for this character the, the female main character yeah. and then like things just keep fucking happening and, and it's even, like so much yeah yeah I, I i the way you felt shape with the heart principle where it was like where anna just kept like hitting yeah. all these shitty moments it was like that except it was a lot of her past too so you were like oh she's so strong but she made oh, it and then you learned this new thing that happened when she was like 12 years old and it's like what the fuck yeah i yeah. i'm a little bit peeved with alondra for not preparing me better for her principle because she's like oh yeah it's sad i cried and the author's Jay, note really like made it like hurt a realize- little bit more no we are not the same you cry at everything <laughs> i do not cry <laughs> 
It's cliche. It's very true. I know. Because you cry at happy moments and you cry at sad moments. So it's really hard to see, to tell you which would be heartwarming to you that you would cry even more. But when I say I cried, I mean, it it was heartbreaking well so now i know when alondra's like oh yeah it was sad i cried i'm like oh that's gonna rip me to shreds okay yeah yeah so that uh, so i want to see when shay reads adi naruga's how you were because alondra cried a lot for that yeah cried a lot i don't i i've loved my period i keep thinking about it because i don't think i've ever cried that hard for a book i don't know yeah that book i've never paid over a hundred dollars for a book and i paid over a hundred dollars for that book so wait was it the was it a special edition one right? yeah it was a special edition one but sometimes i'll think about it and i'm like i paid over a hundred dollars for pages okay but can we talk about that because i was literally so this kind of sparked from everybody on tiktok talking about alone with you in the ether and how it's being traditionally published so you can't get it anymore which thankfully i got a self-published version before <laughs> they stopped printing them but it made me think like oh shit I wish I would have gotten like the atlas six before it was traditionally published oh no and so I just was curious I was like oh I wonder if it's on like eBay or Pango or whatever people are like reselling the first edition of the atlas six for well over a hundred dollars yeah people are starting to like here too it's a recent enough book that I don't think that it it should have that value. I've literally it's because seen it they, she's for like getting traditionally per- published, and she has a new cover coming out. So, so I bought it. Was I like bought the Atlas, I bought the Atlas Six right before the publication stopped for it. And mm-hmm. Amazon keeps emailing me every three weeks, being like, "Oh, sorry for the delay. It's gonna get shipped out later." But I know that once it gets shipped out, it'll be the new cover and not the original cover. So you didn't get the original? Yeah, not for Atlas Six, but I did for oh, Alone oh, in the Ether. Yeah. I was gonna. We all have a loan in the ether, so I was gonna try to get it for Virginia. And then it was like not. Available it's still available anymore. on. It's still available on Amazon Canada. It I might tried. be taken down for America, but it's um, available because I saw a TikTok about someone being like, "Oh, it's unavailable." And then I checked on my thing, and it's still available. Here, I'll show you. No, it's it's not. It's only the Kindle version. Ayla. It literally just went away because I checked like yesterday and it was still available. I on Wednesday and it's not available. Damn. I wonder. Well, the hardcover is though. I don't think it was. No, but it says it says like available December twenty something. Oh um, yeah. Which is I was gonna say, <laughs> look um, look on the freaking UK version because that's how I found those um. Ember and the Ashes ones. All right. What do you guys think about non-removable stickers? Hate them with every fiber of my being. I have been trying to get a hold of a Daisy Jones. No. I, yeah. Yeah, Daisy Jones. I've seen them. And all of them have these fucking stickers on them. Like from the author of The Seven Cousins of Avalon. I know she's the author. She's one of my favorite authors. You guys check mine. (laughs) A a four-year-old told me I suck. <laughs> no, no, she said stickers no. stuck. Can you say stickers stuck? Oh, okay. No. I heard they do, I love they do though. I but I hate the, the... I love stickers. Yeah. See, mine has stickers. like the Reese's Book Club sticker on it. Yeah, mine does too. I hate that. I hate the well, that one and then the 
Jenna's book club because it's Jenna Bush. I'm pretty sure. I've never seen those. So it's the Jenna's book club picks are like purple. They're and they're tinier than the Reese's ones. But I'm pretty sure it's Jenna Bush. And I'm like Jenna Bush. George Bush's daughter. What the fuck? <laughs> <a> book club? <laughs> yeah. Apparently. I don't know if that's actually the right Jenna or not, but that's the only one you know. <laughs> that's <laughs> I've seen people oh my like God, it is. Okay, yeah. What do you think about the those covers? You know that have like um like the smaller Oh the uh what's it called? What call it. It's uh, called something and I it's on the tip of my tongue. Step back? Yes. I actually don't mind those. I don't mind them except when the little thing that's on the side is just like praise for the book. Yeah. I would uh, rather it be like a plain color. Yeah, or like I don't I don't know. I have it for the soulmate equation and it's like yeah, that's you were rave about this book, and it's like I, I don't care. Yeah, it, uh, so I don't mind the step back, but like inc- if you're gonna include text, make it I don't know something good. But, but yeah, all of Taylor Jenkins Reid books have like the non-removable stickers, and let me just say that I I mean like I don't even really like the Love Hypothesis all that much. Like it it's a solid three and a half four star read, but. They came out with those, the TikTok sensation non-removable stickers, and it was, like, bright red. Quite literally the ugliest thing I've ever seen. I would take a Reese's book club pick over the TikTok (laughs) sensation (laughs) book. Also, while we're on the topic of Taylor Jenkins Reads, I know she's such a big author, and she is one of my favorite authors. I've read everything that she's written. But her new cover for Carrie Soto is back. Like, it looks like the The title of the book. I don't really mind the cover. It's just her name is so large it looks oh. like that's the title of the book and then the actual title of the book is super small well not super small but so much smaller in the bottom oh yeah it's like oh yeah that should be reversed like the title should be on top and i don't even mind oh, the placement yeah. but at least the name be smaller yeah it's just it's it's right above the lady i don't know i love yeah. I love TJR. But- that's the same thing that happened. That's with the Verity. Um, Verity is switched with where the Colleen oh, Hoover the and where Verity is. Yeah. And the rest of her books are opposite. So the name of the book is on the top of the cover, on the spine. And then, then her name is at the bottom, but Verity is opposite. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, but her name. Not the special huge. edition, like the normal, the normal cover. Well, no, because my normal cover, they're both centered, like on the spine. Oh, not centered. Like it's opposite of where the book name is and her name is. Oh, you mean like on the front of it? Oh, okay. On the spine. No. What do you guys think about? Sorry, sorry. Let me not, see not your Verity. Not, spine. Ver- not Verity. Not Verity. Sorry. Reminders of him. Oh, yeah. Well, there's that one and then Regretting You and Layla. Which those ones are all the Mont like pu- publishing ones, so it's all by the same publisher that have it that way. But she uses like three different publishers. She's like self-published for like Heartbones and Verity, but then with like it ends with us, Ugly Love, November Nine. Those are all Atria, so those are all the same. And then regretting you, reminders of him and Layla are Mont like publishing, so those are all different. Mm. As well as the heights of those books are all different. Just so stupid. So I guess we're all we're all in agreement that stickers that you can't remove are the worst. 
Um, I personally don't mind like the limited edition ones, but I like having the option to remove them. Yeah, Let yeah. me decide what I want to do with my books. Or I don't know if you guys talked about it, the quotes, like quotes from other authors. Oh, I don't want that on my front. In the back, sometimes that mind. does make me buy a book. Yeah. yeah, but if it's on the back, all for it. Because sometimes they'll have a multiple different authors on the back. But in the front, I don't need that in the front. I don't mind Actually. if there's just one on the very top. Because like okay. my... um. Oh, I just realized I put them backwards, whatever. But Yes and I Love You series by Ronnie Lauren. There's a Colleen Hoover like blurb sort of, or like a quote she gave about how much she likes the book or whatever. And that's actually what made me buy the book. And I ended up really loving these books. So I don't mind if it's like at the very top, but I will say that after having read them, I don't think having the Colleen Hoover like quote on the front does them any justice. The only thing is I feel it's like, so differently about her books. Yeah. And it's like, you know who Colleen Hoover is, but not everyone knows who Colleen Hoover is. Yeah. I don't mind if it's just one. Like A Brush With Love has a quote uh, by Helen Huang. Mm-hmm. And I love Helen Huang. Yeah. So I knew. Oh, yeah. that's part but of I will say I that like. Because of that, like because of the Colleen Hoover one, I was going into that book expecting something else because I was associating that author with the content, like their books with the content of that book. And like, oh, it's similar, whatever. Not similar at all. Kind of vastly different and almost better, in my opinion. Um, So I don't know. I feel like, yes, that did get me to buy the book, but then I felt like it knowing what the book is and how I feel about it I feel like it does it a disservice but I don't know that's that might just be me I don't I don't know it's like it's it only it doesn't make it's not annoying as long as I know who it is but if I don't know who the author is and it doesn't mean anything to me you know true yeah I don't know. Some, Cause sometimes at the, even at the back of the book, instead of having like a synopsis of the book, it'll have author, like other authors opinions mm-hmm. on it. And I'm just yeah. like, I want to know what the book is about. I don't know what, I don't really care to know what other people think. Cause if I wanted to do that, then I would just search. Up would reviews. you prefer to see an author you don't know, or like a pub, um, like a magazine or like newspaper one I'd rather it be an author than like a reporter yeah yeah because sometimes it'll be like times magazine or times newspaper said so and so with times magazine yeah yeah. and I'm just like I don't care because like books are subjective right like it's Mm -hmm. whatever you feel connected to so it's kind of I guess even authors but at least authors have more of like a sense of what the story is rather than just whatever they think the story is going to be in yeah. my opinion but I don't know. it would be nice if there weren't quotes I like I them and you are <laughs> I didn't I mean like I'm not opposed to them um I just think that they're always gonna put something there and most of the time it's like New York time bestselling which mm-hmm. by the way no hate but there's so many New York time bestselling authors at this you point. only have to not only it's a big accomplishment but you have to sell 10,000 to get onto the New York's yeah there's just so many but, but it's like I'd rather see a quote at this point like I know <laughs> Colleen Hoover is a New York Times bestselling author I know I feel like at this point it's kind of like the equivalent of getting an A on a test like it's the so thing often is, you 
you know this because you're in the book community, someone starting out to reading books. Well, it's they my don't know the author. World. They don't know their style. <laughs> it's you my know? world of all. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's move on before I have to fight them all. Um, <laughs> you guys think that that's like default setting. I didn't even know this was an opinion that audiobooks didn't count as reading. I didn't I know that so many people. That's I see that all the time where people like have to yeah. fight for the fact that audiobooks should be counted. I've never seen somebody. I mean, like I've never. I don't think I've ever seen somebody say audiobooks don't count. Which no, so what I see I'm on because the right that, side. Yeah, so what I see on my yeah, TikTok like, are people defending it. So I'm, yeah. I can't. I can only imagine they've seen enough that they're making videos defending the fact that it is counted and it should be counted. But and I've never seen a video of saying someone saying it hasn't. But again, that means my for you page is yeah. correct. <laughs> so yeah, um, I guess that's I a fucking opinion wrong but i guess it's an opinion i probably read listened to like five audiobooks in my life and i wish that i could i wish that i could listen to more audiobooks same like i they're just too slow for me um and even even on 2x speed like i i get distracted yeah i think it's just my mind can't focus like i've tried to listen to them when i'm driving um daisy jones is the first audiobook i think i listened to and that was a good one. But ever since then, I've tried to do like regular romance books. And I have such a hard time. It's like, I'll try to listen while I'm driving. And all of a sudden, it's like two chapters later. And I have no idea what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Um, I definitely think it counts. And sometimes I think it's harder because when I'm reading, it's like, I have to read <laughs> to like understand. Yeah, you can't and just then, like zone out <laughs> while you're reading. Yeah, sometimes you can, but like it'll happen for like two pages, not like 30 minutes. And all of a sudden, I'm <laughs> halfway through the first 100 pages or something yeah I think, I think my is- problem is they're slower too like what you said yeah well I I, I listened to them on like sped up um because I've listened to three audiobooks um Daisy Jones was one of them which was I think really easily easy because of how many voices there were and it was more um, like an interview type thing yeah or like it was like a documentary kind of yeah. Um. And then I did Regretting You, which only had two different narrators, one for the mom and one for the daughter. Um. And their voices were so similar that it made it hard to concentrate on like what was happening. Um. And then I did Within These Wicked Walls, which just had one narrator. And that was even harder to pay attention because it was just mm-hmm. one person. I mean, it was a singular point of view book. But still, the fact that it was just like one person, it got very like monotonous, and I, I just like had to rewind so many times. Yeah, see, I think my problem is like the only audiobook I've listened to, and I've only listened to half of it, is Daisy Jones, and I like all the voices. My issue is I don't want to start an audiobook and make a commitment of purchasing them if I don't like the voices. They are also really expensive. Yeah, they're really expensive. And I I heard, an, like, there's a very popular book, like the Raven Hunt series, and people put these sound bites in from one from each character. And even if I liked the series, I would never be able to listen to it because I hate Tobias's voice. And I only hear a clip of, like, a little line of it. And I don't know how people, like, some people like it, so it's whatever, but the way that they describe it is supposed to be, like, so sexy. But in my opinion, it's not, because, again, that's also subjective to what you feel about them. But 
I'm scared. You don't to like go, Tobias as a whole, no? <laughs> I don't like him as a whole. And people were like, oh, you'd like it better if you uh, like listen to it. It's a much different experience when you listen to it. And then I heard Tobias's voice and I was like, people are on crack, but whatever. Um, that's mm-hmm. on whatever. They like it. They like it. But like, I'm scared to go into any audiobook thinking I won't like it because when you listen to a clip of it, like on Amazon, like uh, Emily McIntyre has put all of her books in uh, audiobooks and um, she, the, samples that she's posted are only one character and it's usually the girl and I'm just like I want to hear what the guy sounds like you want me to pay like $17 for an audiobook and not know what the guy sounds like sorry did you say for Emily Henry Emily McIntyre oh okay I was like Emily Henry only has one POV so it's only a very girl no no Emily Emily McIntyre's oh yeah I've never listened to an audiobook Mm. I I just I think, feel like I would get um knowing that I could read ahead I would knowing me if I have the if I also have the book I, I would try to find the book or buy it the book and that's try what to read I at was the same about time. to say yeah like I think the only other way besides like the Daisy Jones one where it's like multiple POV um is if I had the physical book because I was planning on doing that with the Poppy War trilogy so I can finally fucking finish it <laughs> Um, I was planning on reading along because like with fantasy books and stuff, I think that also helps with pronunciation because when I'm reading them, I get really stuck on names and how to pronounce like names and cities and places, whatever, to the point where it becomes distracting. So I was going to try that with Poppy War to like read along with it. Well, that's not a bad I tried to read along Daisy Jones and it was going so slow. It made me mad. You should try listening to it on like 2x speed. Yeah. I think I need to try an audiobook to form an opinion. <laughs> I'm not opposed to them. They're just hard. They're so things, I've been seeing a lot of reminders. Like, of... Go ahead. Sorry. I was say they're so expensive and I feel like it's almost unfair to people that can only listen to audiobooks just because of like disabilities. Because sometimes they're like $28 for one audiobook. That's almost double what the like paperback would cost and I know it's expensive to produce them but I just feel like there has to be better ways to do this like I had an audible subscription for a while okay for like four months because three of them were free Um, (laughs) but even then it was like the subscription was like $14.99 you got one credit for one book like that's so expensive is that one credit a month or just like overall one credit a month so one credit for $14.95 and then with that one credit, you could get one book. Uh, Which is one so. physical book. Yeah. And it's like, that was that was the, the discount price. Because if you ran out of a credit and wanted to just buy the book, it was always like 26 to $30. Yeah. I know that American? Allie Hazelwood like, did yeah. her novellas. It'll be even more expensive in Canada. Probably. Yeah. Audiobooks are so expensive. And yeah. also Allie Hazelwood, I don't really know why she... Only did I, I hate that she did that. <laughs> I, I don't get why, but I guess how much is it like for audiobooks? Uh, I don't know, but I know she'd release the novellas as audiobooks. And like, is this summer going to release like the physical books? But it's like, what if 
what if you are like hard of hearing and you wanted to read those books? You have to wait and then, you know, risk being spoiled by people who talk about it on TikTok because they listen to the audiobooks. Like, how is that fair? Uh, oh, I just checked um, how much an audiobook is. It's $30 in Canada. Yeah, each novella for Ali Hazelwood is $11.20. So you're paying, and each novella is 100 pages around. So you, for all three, you're paying like $33 for a 350 page book. Oh my God. That is that's disgusting. disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Screw audiobooks. <laughs> what the fuck? That's, that's so expensive. And like, that's not even considering the fact that, like, yeah, Canada, it's expensive, but like elsewhere, it's even more fucking expensive. And like, I get that you have to pay the voice actor, which, like, when you're selling books, all you're doing is paying the retailer and the author. You have to split it up more ways when there's an audiobook involved, but it's like, really? Also, I think for me, audiobooks um not being ruined but like I want to listen to them less because I I know what the voice actors look like and it ruins the illusion for me Mm. yeah I've seen it for a little while yeah it's only because for a while I was on the when that whole thing happened with um arrows and everything so I landed on like voice actor tiktok for a little while because I was interacting with that content and so I got to see how all of them look and I got to see the books that they were talking about because they Mm -hmm. would post snippets of it and I was like that's ruining although it shouldn't but to me it was ruining the illusion of like who I was picturing when I'm reading books rather than those people who are actually reading sorry voicing the uh, yeah it's like a cool process to see but I don't think I would read the books having like watched their video like I like watching their videos because it's like very interesting to see how they like tweak their voices it's interesting to see how the voice yeah their voice changes yeah but I but after seeing the video I don't think I would read the book because yeah. yeah it would kind of ruin the illusion for me but yeah I, I think it's kind of stupid to dictate what can and cannot count like Alondra said with the novellas like she personally doesn't count them but that's her decision um, yeah, I, I don't, don't think you can dictate other people's. Uh, this won't. It's really the audio book for love and other words is thirty nine ninety nine. American? God. Yeah. Let me check. Why is it forty dollars? Oh Why? More than How long book? is it? I don't know. It says audio CD, and it doesn't. That's the only option it gives me. But it's like I think the book is like three ninety. <gasps> it's fifty in in Canada. <gasps> Fifteen dollars? No, that's 50. the paperback. 50. 50. Oh. 5074. Oh my god. For the audio CD and for the audiobook, it would be like it oh for not I eighteen for Is it because audiobook. it hasn't been released and it's like a pre order type of thing? No, it's already been released. It's love another word. Yeah, love another No no the design. audio version. No, it's out. It, oh. It's eight hours and 22 minutes. It's the, the audio CD, yeah. I guess it's because you can you get the physical CD. It's so expensive. Probably. But you get a Who physical uses book for $15. Dollars. Yeah. That's so like, expensive. what are you going to do with the CD? Yeah. Most like most computers don't even have the CD thing. They don't have any. At least I, the Apple ones don't. <laughs> I don't know no, what to do with like my Chromebooks CDs. don't either. Right. Yeah, what do you guys think? insane. 
about Miss Tessa Bailey's covers. So for our listeners, I'm sure you all know, uh, but there was some drama where Miss Bailey's uh, artist said that one of Chloe Lisa's books that's coming out soon stole her pose. Um, it turned out Tessa did not know about any of this. After a whole lot of hoopla, Tessa got a new cover artist. She said, you know, don't rag on my other cover artist. She's been through enough. She got a new cover. But then it looked like the tattoos were Pacific Islander. So she got another re-recover where the tattoos changed to a skull. But there's still the similar issue that there was with the first cover where it's almost like the people are people of color. So when the first cover and was the first also author, like the pose is actually exactly the same this time around, like the actual illustration of the people and like the hair and the pose and the clothes, like everything is actually more similar than it was the first time around. To Chloe Lisa's book? No, to just another like image that oh, somebody had uh, Sorry. done for a book or something. I had like a separate book. That. Oh yeah, I just think that that um, that pose is in literally romance books from like 20, 30 years ago. Yeah, and the I think first that, one that, for sure. That artist, I think, I I feel bad for her because I think she's like a young girl, and she like essentially kind of just ruined her yeah. own career by doing that. And I wish someone had been in her life to be like, hey. Don't I get your because no doubt she don't yeah. go. There's like, no you can doubt be that she probably talked about it with like friends and family yeah. before and she even is, posted about it. Yeah, and I think you can be upset about it. That is fine. But she had over a thousand. I think she had close to a thousand followers. She was doing art for a very very popular author right now. Mm-hmm. I just think that the people around her, I I think might have failed her a little in, yeah. in either encouraging her to do whatever she wanted to or not telling her that this was a really stupid and silly mistake because mm. no, like un- unless she changes her name, like her artist's name and then changes the style of her Art. drawing, she won't yeah. be, like people will always remember this. Because mm-hmm. Tessa Bailey is a, Tessa Bailey and Chloe Lee are freaking huge right now. Hmm. yeah I, I feel bad for her but also at the same at time point, i feel like this book is cursed just don't release it <laughs> hey i pre-ordered that you'd get your money back it comes out june 6th right yeah, yeah. something like that I'm... but is like from posts that i saw so the first round where that girl was like oh this um <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, she froze. Um. She froze. But yeah, I think even the first first pictures that the first artist did, God. they looked very Asian. Like, sorry, very I, much so. I just looked up what Shay was talking about. Oh, why can't this fucking my phone won't let you guys see? This is literally the same fucking cover. That's what so I was they, saying. So, like the first time around, they weren't even. Like not similar, but this the time same, the hair is but the second the time around, it's the same hair, the clothes, like literally traced, yeah. in my opinion. Oh. Oh my god, that is literally the same. Yeah. Those pieces of hair standing up over that that guy's head. Like it got worse. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is a podcast that so you guys can't see what we're talking about. 
but it's Laura Barnard Bar- Barnard's <laughs> excess baggage. Excess baggage. I don't know how to read. I was like, excuse baggage. <laughs> um, the hair is in the snow. It's literally the same. Oh my it's God. like she inverted it. She inverted it. That's is it exactly the same artist? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, maybe it is. Then that would make sense that she has like a style. I'm surprised I didn't hear more about this. Me too. But yeah, so th- I had heard that almost immediately. And I was like, good uh, God, it got worse. <laughs> so apparently it's a Shutterstock image. Yeah. So if they pay, they're allowed to use it. But it gets mm. because of the whole... Like, yeah. did Tessa, na- Tessa know that the girl didn't actually draw that? Like, this is the Shutterstock image. Oh, so okay. you're both blood. I-, I feel like so she wonder how much she now. charged. But how much do you think she charged Tessa? She Especially for a last-minute cover. Yeah. Because yeah. ARCs had already been handed out of the first cover. And I'm I'm assuming oh, they can... probably had even already printed the final copies. So it would have had like to have Shay, been like you're... a last-minute rush. You're echoing for me. I don't know if it's echoing for anyone else. It's not. No. Okay, then. Never mind. Continue. Okay. It's in your head. <laughs> it's just You're in your crazy. head. A laundry just gaslighting them all. I was going to say, whatever, just gaslighting her. It wasn't just me. Virginia said that too. But I didn't hear echoing for. Anyways, while we're on the topic of Miss Tessa Bailey, who exclusively writes in third person. What do you think about third person versus first person? I personally think that if you can't read third person, you're a little bitch. <laughs> because the mall can't read. So no, so Ma my problem is Sorry. I can thir- I can read third person. It's not a problem for me, but I can only read third person if I already know the character. So like let's say the first book is first person and then the second book is third person, I'm fine with it because I can read third person fan fiction no problem. Like I do not have a problem reading fan fiction that is in third point of view. It's only when I'm getting introduced to a character that I do not like third point because I don't know what they're thinking. And yeah. it's all like external knowledge of the person. Um, yeah. So for me, like when reading fanfics, I already know the characters, even AU characters, you already know them. So it's easier for me to do that. It's just harder for me to get into it. Like I read, I've read third person point of view books and they happen to me m- books that I don't like as much but I still read them (laughs) see I used to not be able to read first person because I uh, I hated the fact that um if I didn't like the first the the person we were POV it would just ruin the book for me and I like the third person because it's kind of an omnipresent presence so I could know a bit about everyone and I could like know I, I felt like I could know more but I've changed my mind since basically I don't have a preference between the um, first per- first POV or third POV. It grew a lot on me first POV since I've started reading again yeah. because I used to not even try to read a book that was first POV. I was like, nope, me I too. don't like this. I used to, I think it's because I used, I read fanfic alone for so long and that's always in third person that I was mm-hmm. so against first person. But eventually I realized that I was missing out on a lot of good books. I think I'm the opposite. Like, uh, (laughs) I, you know, like you said, fan fiction is mainly third person. But when it would come to books, I could not do 
third person. Like I needed to be in their head to understand them. Um, now I, and I think there's a difference in writing third person. Cause like with the kiss quotient, it's like third person, but it's, it doesn't feel like third person. But then there are some books that are third person where I'm like, do you even know this character? Like, this does not feel like, you know, the character at all, but um, I'm getting used to it. I don't mind it really. Usually first person is my go-to though. And I really like second person actually. I only read um, A Diary of Blood and second person. And I really like how it was written. Yeah. It was very uh, lyrical. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like one or two other books that I want to read that are second person. What'd you say, Alondra? I'm trying to remember. Like- second person is when they're referring to like you. Oh, I think I would hate that. I, I actually really, it's for some reason it made it very easy to read. Yeah. I don't think I've ever read anything like that. Um, a dowry of a dowry of blood is pretty short. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a good, like good starting starter. point for second POV that one. And, um, there's a book called open water, I think is what it's called. Um, that one's second POV. And I want to read that one. Cause I've heard really good things about it. Alondra don't read it before me. <laughs> I want to read it first. I didn't even know we were in a competition. <laughs> I know. This is just a competition in my I head. I want you to know that all those monster books that I wanted to read, you got to first. <laughs> I never wanted to read monsters book. I'm lying. I was like, I, I don't think I could ever see you reading a monster romance. The flamingo surrogate was on my TBR for ages. It wasn't the flamingo <laughs> surrogate. It was the flamingo's the faded mate. Flamingo surrogate. Get it right. <laughs> Yeah, it was his faded mate, not his surrogate. The lawyer legal aid surrogate. Dragon lawyer surrogate. (laughs) (laughs) Butchering all these names. Why are they so specific? (laughs) I don't know. You know exactly what you're getting into. Okay, but tell me. Medical school and only had two cups of coffee surrogate. (laughs) The thing is, you know what the crazy thing is? Is that now my For You page has put like shifter romances and so but it's like very niche shifter romances so one that came up on my for you page today was a honey badger shifter guess who downloaded it (laughs) (laughs) but that one's like 300 and something pages it's quite long it's not a novella like the others were but you give me headaches i will be reading a honey badger shifter romance not before me do not (laughs) all right what do you guys think of hard covers versus paperbacks i personally don't mind either um it does kind of piss me off sometimes that hard covers come out first just because if i already have something in a series as paperback i don't want to wait an additional eight months to get it in paperback but i'm also not gonna do paperback paperback hardcover you guys know what i mean i feel like they should just come out at the same time i agree I, I'm like you, I don't, I don't mind either way, but if I have like a paperback first and then the second one came out and it's only hardcover and I want to read it, honest, I'll, I'll be mad about it, but I'll buy it because I don't want to wait. <laughs> Do you um, also get a paperback later on then? No, I'll just deal with the fact that it's different. See, I feel like hardbacks, if they're just like just the regular version of it, but a hardback, I feel like that's such a waste of money 
Because, like, you're paying only a couple extra dollars more for just a different, like, outer shell of it. But I will say that I get the appeal of special edition hardcovers because, like, usually the cover's different. You know, it's got the sprayed edges. Sometimes there's bonus content. Like, with the Verity one, they're putting bonus content in. It's, like, new cover, all that. But, like, if it's just... Uh, like a, a new release and it's just hardback why why would i pay the extra dollars when you're gonna end up releasing it in paperback anyway see when i was younger my way of thinking because i was almost exclusively just um hardbacks back then is what in my mind i would find them more durable because i used to have all my books in my backpack and i don't know how i, how I would just not fall over with all the books i used to have in my because they were all hardbacks but in my head, they were like, they were more protected because I could, they couldn't like fold and stuff like that. Yeah. So. That also gives me like more flashbacks to school because like all of our textbooks were hardbacks. Like we didn't yeah. have any paperback textbooks. They're all hardbacks because they had to withstand the abuse that students put them through. But so I just, I, I hate hardbacks. I also can't comfortably read them. So I don't buy them, but I like hardbacks for display purposes Mm -hmm. because they're usually really they're prettier I think um but paperback for reading yeah like I like you know there's all those book boxes like fairy loot all that Mm -hmm. stuff like those hardcover like special editions for display they're really pretty Mm -hmm. but I just I would not I, it, I don't see, at least for me, I don't see the justification in buying them. I say this as my TBR is incredibly long. I don't see the justification in buying them when I'm never going to read them. <laughs> but, you know. But yeah, they're pretty. They are pretty. I love sprayed edges, though. Okay, guys, let's talk about this new TikTok drama that's happening right now. Oh, my about God. Barks. <laughs> the what? The, Arcs. the The girl who that was deserves them? people. <laughs> That's technically Instagram drama. Get it right. No, but it's it's bled into TikTok it, because I only I saw it on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram anymore. Yeah, and now it's all over TikTok, and most people are just like, "Why is she yelling at us?" <laughs> um, and what's funny is this started on Thursday of last week, and has bled over now into like over Memorial Day weekend. Just. Absolutely. I think she's private now, but just absolute. Chaos. She grew a thousand followers. She how was that? Oh like yeah, she posted something? about. She posted about. She's like, "Thank you guys for validating me." Blah blah blah. And I was like, "Please shut up." <laughs> yeah, let's let's be honest and let's talk about the fact that you're obviously only reading the good people, the people who are agreeing with you. Yeah, she did. And then talking about how everyone's bullying bullying her when she was the one who fucking yeah. started it. She posted one screenshot of somebody complain. sending her a death threat. I oh, will so say, she literally, she was like, her video was all felt very threatening. Okay. Yeah. And so she did post one screenshot of somebody sending her a death threat, though I will say I did look up the account and it looks to be like a bot account. So I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm, I'm taking it with a grain of salt because obviously people receiving death threats is never okay. But it also seemed to be like not an actual account. Yeah, and it, she was so pressed about something that 
I just don't have nothing to do with her. You know, like she yeah. admitted to she herself. She said she doesn't even us. do arcs. Yeah, she doesn't do arcs. She doesn't do any of that stuff. So it's like, it's such an odd thing to be in defense of when um, you have nothing to do with that part of TikTok, uh, book talk, Twitter, book Instagram or whatever. And yeah. like for her to get mad about the fact that someone was genuinely just upset that they didn't get an arc. Why are you policing people's emotions? Yeah, it's like, why are, you, why are you trying to tell someone how to feel? Like, I get it. It's not important to you. Mm-hmm. If you were to get rejected, it's whatever. But like other people, they have they have a right to feel sad. I will say that I, while I don't think she deserves the attention that she's getting because, you know, people are talking about it and being like, have you seen this? And like, yeah. obviously they're making fun of her and it's whatever. And while I don't think that she deserves that attention, what I really get annoyed with is the people who s- try to make themselves seem more morally superior than those who are defending the girl who was upset. So they're like basically saying, um, why are you wasting your energy talking about this? There's so many more important things going on in the world, blah, 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 which like, yes, there is, but one, you're assuming that people can't multitask. We can't, you can focus on more than one thing at a time. And two, I feel like it is important to talk about because that girl was bullying somebody. She was, you know, talking down on smaller accounts saying that they don't put in the work when like they do and oftentimes smaller accounts are marginalized people because let's be fair like marginalized people don't get the views and the recognition a lot of the time within the book community like it's a lot harder for them to grow and so like I just I hate it when people are like let's focus on more important things going on in the world right now and it's like I focus on that daily I don't want to also focus on that instead of focusing on something maybe a little bit more trivial, a little less stressful, you know, and like, a little bit more targeted to yourself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I, I mean, I don't know about everybody else, but we're talking about the school shootings. We're talking about COVID. We're talking about women's rights being stripped away at work. Like that's a conversation between me and coworkers happening daily. Like if I am escaping into the book community, I don't want to just turn my that. attention away from something to talk about that even more like I don't know I would rather talk about something a little less serious if I am gonna talk about an issue I don't know yeah that makes yeah. sense because at some point if we're only talking about how depressing the world is yeah that's just the impact that would have on, on our mental health and also like this topic is something like I said, not as serious. I'd rather get my aggressions out in a healthy way than like talking about a topic where I feel like I have no power to do anything at the yeah, moment. Yeah, I also wonder what else had happened to her in the weeks before or even that day that yeah. this account's sadness is what <laughs> pushed her over the edge. Yeah. Obviously, that much aggression wasn't just about. It wasn't just that one, one creator. Yeah. It was obviously this was the last straw and she just like Went wanted off. to get it all out. And like it I, I do think that it's a little it's I think you're I think it's everyone's feelings are valid, but I also think that tons of people get rejected for arcs. Mm-hmm. And even big creators get like I saw um 
the the author of Babel. Yeah, R.F. Kuang. Uh, she, got, she, she got, got rejected for her, for her own, own arc. Yeah. yeah, so it has nothing to do with the author. It's literally... Like, and it also has nothing to do with numbers. Yeah, and it's like, it had, they don't care. Yeah, and it's like, I get it. She went about, again, obviously other things happened and she blew up on this. Yeah. But not to say, not, not that I agree with her methods, but I do think she had a little bit of a point. Not that little creators don't do the work because they yeah. obviously do. It's just the the sentiment that like art you don't deserve an arc. Yeah, I I, no one, I, I don't definitely think agree with the arc. sentiment that no one deserves an arc. Like yeah, that's not, and I think it's that's very not much, something you are owed. Yeah, and I, it doesn't matter. I mean, if obviously, you have a million followers. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't matter if you have posted only about this one book. It that's not the point. The point is they're supposed to, the books are supposed to go to random people so they can review it yeah um right? i know it, with like... net galley so the way that net galley works is they usually look at your ratio and your bio um so i think for the most part they i mean i could be completely wrong i'm in one little tiny subsection of book talk but i think they try to prioritize own voices like the publishers who are looking at reviewers on net galley um and then with places like valentine pr like i've gotten a couple arcs through them they mainly look at your goodreads reviews to see that you are a consistent reviewer and mm -hmm. how you review too like the content of your reviews on goodreads and amazon um which is kind of a pain in the ass because now i'm having to transfer all of my goodreads <laughs> reviews to amazon which sucks but whatever um, so like, I don't even think that they really look at numbers. I think the only time numbers come into play is in terms of physical arcs. And even then it is so hard to get physical arcs nowadays because they're only printing limited quantities and you want to hand them to big accounts who are going to be able to show them to their yeah. 50,000 viewers and say, look at this book. I'm reading this book. Can't wait to read this book blah 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 and it's like a, a tangible thing that they have in their hands um nobody is doing those types of videos with e-arcs which i think is a missed opportunity for mm -hmm. publishers i think they should be printing more physical arcs and they would get a lot more out of their marketing and whatever exposure but um yeah the the physical arcs are definitely prioritized with bigger accounts i do agree with her there but i also think twisted lies the ones that she was complaining about or feeling sad about was a yark from i think net galley yeah i don't know i just i guess it depends on the type of person you are but the book is going to be out in like yeah a month and a half i could understand good. if it was something like babel that was like a big book yeah. and it was going to be a while because i don't think it comes out until like fall time maybe i think it's october yeah yeah so something that's like that far away but with twisted lies it's like it's i think it's the like same thing with the girl with the the tessa bailey's art cover i think you can be sad mm -hmm. i don't think you necessarily have to be sad in front of your followers yeah. but that's maybe just me but i and that also goes with the girl who is screaming and yelling you can be pissed off mm -hmm. that somebody is yeah upset about not getting or that feels like they were Odin arc or what however she was interpreting that you can be pissed off all you want do it in the dms 
Yeah, it's like I think it's really weird that people's first reaction is to go straight to social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think we're but that all might just be like a that personal thing. Where like our yeah. first instinct is to go in DMs, not post it publicly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah I just don't under I. I guess that's just a difference. They're more public with their opinions, but I don't know. I just don't understand what people expect is going to happen when you yell. Yeah. At strangers. Yeah, because that. that and was I not... don't know. Yeah, and I don't know what the original girl who was sad or the person that was sad about not getting an arc. I don't know who they are, and I don't know what their thing is because uh-huh. the second person who was yelling about it posted screenshots of that original person's yeah. friend so Story. i have no idea who and how, what what that person actually said because i would like to read what that person said yeah because it could have just been hey like i didn't bummer i didn't get the arc yeah well like, and i don't even know from what... that person's story like it wasn't even that big of a deal they were just like my friend just said they were bummed and they felt like the bigger creators were being prioritized which you know, is a valid assumption. Yeah, but it's a business too, right? Like I think people forget that books and authors, they're part of an industry that they're trying to make as much money as they can. Because at the end of the day, that is their job, that is their career. And it sucks, but that's just, sometimes that's the way how the world works. And yeah, we can try and change it, but it's not, change is not going to happen right away i would understand that if the arc wasn't an e-arc where there isn't a limited quantity so they have to worry about who it's going to because i mean like there are people with under a thousand i when i had under a thousand followers i was getting arcs and so it's just an arc and i have a hundred followers oh what'd you get i was read now so it's like it's what the read now ones oh lizzie blake's Oh, that's uh, right. That's right. But it's like anyone can get it. You just got to look. Yeah. yeah. I will say that NetGalley is my undoing. I get in moods where I want to like look for something to read. And so I'll apply for a bunch of once and then they approve me for like five at once. And I'm like, fuck. And I also think putting all your like your eggs in one basket is yeah, kind of silly. Like for everyone to just assume they would like that that's the only arc they were going for so they only posted content about that book expecting them to get it i think that's like yeah yeah i don't know silly or something because it's just like there's always a possibility that you won't and to put all your expectations as one thing of course you're going to be sad i mean i got denied um i got denied she gets the girl arc and i'm like I'm LGBT. How are you going to deny me? That's homophobic. <laughs> but like, and like, yeah, I was bummed, but I'm not like, and I actually even, I did go online when I got denied that arc because I was like really bummed um, because it was like a highly anticipated read for me. Funnily enough, I have not read it yet, <laughs> but <laughs> I did make a joke about like, oh, how are you going to deny someone who's actually queer? Like, come on. And I've seen, you know, BIPOC creators make that same joke in regards to other arcs that they get denied on NetGalley. But if somebody then responded to me saying that I was disappointed or like bummed or whatever and told me to like yelling at me to shut the fuck up in front of their what it was 3000 like, followers. followers, I mm-hmm. would crawl into a hole and cry. Not because 
like that person upset me, but because I would feel embarrassed for expressing an emotion. Like yeah. how are how are you going to make somebody feel like they couldn't express themselves? Like that would be the part that really gets me. But I'm sensitive. So all right. I think that wraps up our part two of controversial topics and controversial opinions that absolutely no one asked for um but you don't ask and we still deliver that's what we're here for uh thank you for tuning in to another giving episode. you what you don't want <laughs> yes thank you for tuning in to another episode of the book book society the non-book club like always new episodes every tuesday at 9 a.m on everywhere you can listen to podcasts uh spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, podbean wherever you look we're there it's creepy but we're there um like always stay happy stay healthy and stay oh my god what was that sorry i <laughs> choked on my spit <laughs> so i guess i'll take away the stay healthy stay happy stay big <laughs> bye everyone bye, bye. <laughs>